There, is that you? That's me. You can hear the music? I can. Okay. I'm just waiting for Joe and Oscar. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound good. Every time oh, awesome. you make noise, though, but yeah, you're good. Okay, I'll try not to touch anything. Joe, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Just waiting on Oz. Larry, you sound great, Jay. Oh, thanks. I'm back on my the rig cast now that I have headphones. Uh -huh. well, I'm gonna go ahead and start. All right. Feel that the music? You guys feel that? Yeah. What was it? Earthquake. Uh, we gotta start the show. We'll talk about it after. The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. So I get the keys where it's coming in and comment on the music. Tony. Oh. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's day. Ah, yes. Better be called Melon Bunny. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle fun in the sixth grade, but I don't know. You wanted to play a little bit of this set. Aquaman's a hero! She was better than I wanted. I can't think what's going on. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You listen to Fantastic Forum. 
the premier show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct, I guess, from the Podbean Studios in Los Angeles. <laughs> I guess I don't even know if we can say that. They'll be like, Podbean, be like, wait a minute. Who are you guys? <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. They know who they are. We, they know who we are? Oh, okay, good. Good. Podbean Studios, LA, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, you have the usual suspects in the building. First, we have a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next. You have the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic forum, our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I think I've become a Jerry. Oh, no. Don't be a Jerry. And uh, last, but definitely not least, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Um, we're going to be talking to you all about, uh, oh, wait, hold on. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. We're going to be talking about, uh, no, it's not Young Justice. What are we talking about, Jay? What comic did you read? Um, Birds of Prey. I read Violets and Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Birds of Prey is what I was definitely thinking about. It was, you said Violets? Yeah. Okay. And those are both number one, right? Um, Birds of Prey is number one. Violet, I don't know if it's numbered. I don't oh, think it gotcha. has a number. Gotcha. So Violet and Birds of Prey number one. And then we're also going to be talking to... Well, actually, Mo, did you read, get to read your book? I'm sitting here producing on the fly. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. I, I, can, I can talk about it. I, I actually didn't finish reading it, and I'll get into... that. That's kind of a review in and of itself, so I, okay. I will definitely talk about it, give you a little bit of background, maybe give you a chance to read it if you're listening, and uh, yeah. Got it. There it is. I read so, it. Uh, oh, you read it. Okay, good. Even better. Even better. So, um, yeah, and we'll talk about, of course, the latest in comic book news and Lord knows a whole bunch of other stuff, probably. Um, and, of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin. Thanks, Scott. Who, whom without Fantastic Forum would not exist. So thanks, Scott. We appreciate you, buddy. Hope all is well with you. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um. So if you want to, oh well, actually, I should say that. Uh, well, I don't know. Can the intern actually tell people how to participate with the show anymore, or do we have to get her to re-record something? Uh, I don't even know how that works anymore. I guess maybe I mean, just tell them how to how to participate. Huh? I'll tell them how to participate. I mean, tell them well, how to participate, Mo. Tell them she's just missing some information. But oh, okay. Hold on, Tiger Claw's yelling at me. Oh, okay. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. 
too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. I agree. You definitely want to. The party's fun. So, so we are in chat on all games chat and uh, sorry, I'm used to talking because you usually can't hear. But oh, no problem. Um, yeah, Tire Claw's mad that he has to download an app. Of course he is. Yeah, of I'm, course he is. So don't listen. That that's the beauty of the all games. That's the beauty of our listeners, of our fans. They they hate us. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys too. There he is. Ladies I hate and gentlemen. You. Fucking Mike. <laughs> he does sound like he's calling directly from the tin can. Like, get out the bathroom, Oz. Call us after you flush. Look, Larry. No, you, I ain't gonna deal with this. Fuck it. Glass houses, Larry. Do I sound like I'm in the bathroom? Uh, a little bit, not too bad. I think no. it's the app. Well, it, the app makes everything sound a lot clearer than it does on on Skype. So, but Skype does a better job of like compressing your voice so you don't hear a lot of the ambient air hiss. Like, it's just air emptiness that it's picking up, which is technically not picking up anything. And, you know, I don't like I it. Don't, no. I don't, I, I just, it can't be the app because Mo and Joe sound fine. Well, I'm through yeah, a Mo, I, I'm, yeah, I got, Mo is streaming. Yeah, but I'm streaming, but I'm also on a uh, an expensive microphone, a nice, decent soundboard. I'm streaming directly into, like, I'm the one controlling everything. Like, it, it I, I've, I have the luxury of being able to do it through the computer. You guys have to use the phone, so you got. What about Joe? Joe's using yeah, a dedicated microphone for his phone. He's using a what? A dedicated microphone, like an actual microphone condenser microphone that that like compresses his voice. Oh, so basically, you're saying Joe and you both have better equipment than Oz and I. Yeah, we're that's just using like definitely. headphones and mics. Well, we talked about this last week. I, I I talked to you guys about investing in a interface so you can use your XLR mic to your phone, but you guys refuse to do it. That's what it is. I refuse. I'm like, XLR? No, I, I, I just didn't remember. You know what? Uh, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll get something before next week. That way, if we have to do this again, I could sound decent, too. Yeah, I mean... That would sound good. There's... I mean, you could go what with what Joe has, which is the, the rig cast. It's pretty good. Your phone does have a... Uh, a... A regular headphone jack, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that should work for you. Um, like that's what I'm using right now. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it just doesn't compress the audio. That's all. It's not. It don't sound terrible. You don't sound as bad as Oz for sure. But oh, okay, that makes you feel better. If I get nitpicky, I can definitely. Nit- I thought I thought I was taking Pick- one of those pictures in the street. I was like, oh no. <laughs> nah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just we messing with your eyes. Oh, so that's why I you guys we don't bother to include me. I sent you the invite. Joe, what was that your thing? I thought we were going to pipe the audio into the All Games Discord. Oz is oh, yeah. They don't need an app. Yeah, Oz is doing that, but he wasn't when he. 
got here late, so he did. I, I was expecting a phone call an hour ago. Here I am sitting like a jackass, wondering what are these guys doing. Hey, you gotta fix that microphone, man. I don't know what. <laughs> that was my fault. I had to work. And I then Mo's on the road too. Yeah, but I have, I have audio compression on my phone. Like, I can do, do have audio compression on. Your I have phone. like what Joe has. I have to do the show from the car if I need to. Got it. Got it. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So riots, huh? Listen. Listen. These motherfuckers. You know my work week. Well, I mean, yeah, that that could be so. I mean, I, uh, but in contrast, it's like you know, I'm having oppression. a better I'm having a better week than George Floyd. It, by far, <laughs> by far. It's like Jesus. Like I, uh, these last few days have been terrible. Like yeah, like I, it's been too much. I uh, I had to go in and get a root canal. Oh, was it infected? Apparently so. Yes. Uh, yeah, and and I had to get a uh, uh, wisdom tooth removed. So I'm all uh, hopped up on antibiotic and painkiller. So that means there's no entry for. The infinity bottle this week, huh? Oh, definitely not. They're like, if you drink, you die. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, things are already trying to kill me. It's okay. I mean, you won't die. You'll just have really bad diarrhea and liver oh. damage. But <laughs> <So laughs> I had the root canal. I was like, yeah, I guess I could have a beer. Like a beer's nothing. <laughs> and I had really bad diarrhea. So I'm like, yeah, that's all it did. Like, nothing. Not, that's not that bad. But then when you actually research it, the reason to get that diarrhea is because it's making your liver work too much. <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. that's the sign of your liver working too much as the diarrhea. So I was like, nope, never again. Yeah. So anyway, and then of course, just everything going on with protests and people meeting. Yeah, Heidi Ho got looted. Um, those guys are good, man. They're good guys. And you yeah. know, God, God bless them for, for the attitude that they have despite what happened to them. Because there's so many people that so much less has happened to that are like, oh, well, I'm against I'm against police brutality now. Or I'm for police brutality now. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know? I, had to, I had to delete somebody because of that. Because it, it was just... He's an old all games guy from back in the day. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to tell him nothing. Like, peace. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, listen, that's the way to do it. I don't understand all these people that are like, I'm defriending everyone. Da, 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 or I don't understand the folks that are like, hey, I just want everyone to know I'm leaving social media. It's like, listen, if you're leaving social media, then just go. <laughs> If you're defriending yeah. people because of their political views, which I, I don't I don't suggest, but not for political views. If they're just toxic people, then yeah, you don't need that in your life. I get that one hundred percent. And so it's like, you know, just but realistically, I, I'm not I'm not mad at if you're just like, hey, I don't even I just don't want to hear that stuff, 
there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's like if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to hear it on social media. Well, no, you know this, what I'm saying it's like this mm-hmm. dude was straight up like, oh, I'm full on racist now. Like, <laughs> like literally, like that's the the opening line of a big page long manifest. I'm full on, I'm full on racist now. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, why are they doing all this? And it's like, well, why are the cop killing people? Like, Not exactly. I you mean, know, like this, this all could have easily been avoided. If he would have had the knee on the neck for five minutes. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus, bro. But, really? but that's the fucking truth. Like, he, it, it is true. He killed the fucking person and then held his knee past the point of being dead. Like, yeah. He felt, he felt the soul leave the body if you believe in the soul or the last breath. And he still just stayed there, smug like a motherfucker. And then three other motherfuckers just stood there looking. That's like, true. What fuck that? And what they do first, they fire them. And it's like, well, they have to fire them. I'm not saying, look, they didn't think about charges till after shit started going down. Yeah, they did. I, I, That's the reason they fired them. So that they could charge no. them without the union coming to their aid. You, you, no, look, that's not true. I know you're that's a. Not, that's true. true. Look, Oz is one of those that's going to get deleted. He's the one that went full rage. <laughs> no, this shit, it doesn't go that way. The, the, the cops have systems in place that prevent them from being accountable for shit. You know, it, that's why you have to fire them first. I'm telling I know cops. They told me, look, that the fact that they fired them that quickly means that they're going to press charges. Yeah. Like, I know cops too. And they told yeah, me but the ones beating you in the head, not actually like no, talking to them. No, they, like I cut one of their hair. They're the, like the, there are plenty of police officers that have been fired after incidents like this that have not been charged with anything. Not only are there officers that have been fired and not been charged with anything, but they go get jobs in other police departments that aren't the one that they were they got fired from. So to say, oh well, that's why they got fired. Just it doesn't ring true at all because that's not the reality. Most most police officers that have killed somebody that was like basically any a lot of police officers that have killed minorities that was unwarranted. Like nearly all of them have been let go. Yeah, so I don't understand. The, I, the, the fact what, that they're fired is, that quickly. But but so what you're saying is because they were fired soon, that's how you knew they were going to get be charged with something. Yeah. So the ones that get fired slow, we know that okay, they they just were set out of line, but they're not going to be charged with anything. Yeah, because there's two investigations. There's one investigation that is done within the department, and that has a, a union representative there as kind of a, a lawyer before any actual charges. Now, if you fire them right away. That means the union let them get fired right away because they're saying, well, there's look, there's nothing we can do. This goes straight to internal affairs. And in fact, internal affairs has to start a whole new investigation. They can't use any of the evidence of what the officers said to any other officers while they were still employed. So they have to have to, have, they have to start a whole new investigation after the firing. That seems but now they're free to crooked. do it without, without the union. It, oh, there's a lot of crooked stuff. You, like unions are, are 
pretty fucked up. I'm, as a member of a union, they get away with a lot of shit that that they shouldn't. And I'm not even in, you know, I can just imagine what a police force union can get yeah. away with. Well, it's like you see these riots, especially now, like because there's so much uh, video corruption and shit. Like you see the riots and the looting happening in two different places for the most part. You know, some some do overlap, but a lot of them are there's agitators and then there's protesters. You know, yeah. and they're not near each other, it, especially here in LA. They're not really near each other. Yeah. That's um, true. And so you're kind of seeing, like, when you talk about unions, you talk about anytime there was some kind of union dispute, you would have hired agitators to break it up. Like, we've all seen The Sopranos, you know? And that shit's like, you know, it's not true, real, but people that have done that shit tell The Sopranos people, like, who told you we did that? You know what I mean? Like, there's all these cases. Like, we've seen it happen historically where it's... They, they they plant people in these mass gatherings like that. Yeah. But either way, it's like one of those things where there was a huge demonstration in downtown Los Angeles today. Like, it was thousands and thousands of people. Like, I don't know how many exactly, obviously, but literally the streets of downtown were filled. And uh, I don't know. I'm not sure... It, like, all four officers are have been charged at this point. I I firmly believe, and you know, I understand some of you all might believe different, but I firmly believe that if there wasn't all of this outcry, uh, and to a degree, even some of the destruction, which I can't condone, but I do believe it played its part. I don't believe all four of those officers would have been charged. Maybe the one dude would have been charged uh, and who knows if he would have would be or even still will be We're convicted. still convicted, yeah. Right, right. Like, you know, we'll see. Like, he got charged. Everyone on this line lived during the Rodney King stuff. It was right. like at first, then there was the verdict, then it really got fucked up. Like, I, right. I keep telling people I run into now that I'm working, hey, this is nothing. This potentially is nothing. Right, you know, like over here, these motherfuckers are trying to steal. Yeah, back then they were trying to fuck people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they beat the hell out of Reginald Denny. Yeah, they're just fucking like, people. Like, like it's just that this fool is only famous for catching that butt whooping. Like yeah. that's the only reason anyone knows his name, which is crazy to think how 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 bad do you have to get beat up for people to remember your name. Getting beat up. It's his life's accomplishment. He got played by Jim Carrey. Did he get played by Jim Carrey? Yeah, and that in Living Color sketch. Oh, jeez. I thought you were talking about something dramatic. I was like, really? I'm like, what? Did I miss it? I missed it. There's a, but, um, a lot of people on here that were that are freaking out because you know they're young. They they don't like they've never seen shit like this. Right. And it's funny because I got to tell them it's actually not that bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember the LA riots. Shit. Yeah. Got, this is nothing because during the LA riots, there was so much anger. People, oh, yeah. they, they were hunting white people in that mention of Reginald Denny's. 
Yeah. Like, right right now, they're, they're just burning shit. They're not right. actually, well, I, they're trying to hurt people. people. There are some people doing stupid shit, too, but yeah. Yeah. that's not, you know, that that's just stupid people. For example, yeah. uh, word on the street was like they didn't go into the Nike store because there was actual it was open. People were working. It was one of the businesses that started up and actually had employees in there. They're like, nah, we don't want to fuck with the people working. So yeah. they like in the pipe, they only went after the stores that were closed. Yeah. And that that's one of the things. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. It's not good, but hey, no. You know, but you, it does. It shows the difference between the intent. Yeah, sometimes a little bit of uh, of mayhem will cause a country to be born. A rebound. No, I know. I I was on Twitter today and I saw a clip of a dude with a skateboard smashing a window like he was trying to fuck up a store and just a group of people just like stopped him like they took his skateboard and like pushed him yeah. away from the building like protecting yeah. it it was like a four foot eleven girl <laughs> that stood up to that dude really yeah that wow. was in Santa Monica at the REI wow uh, that wasn't the one I saw oh, no. oh, like, it was a bunch of big black dudes were like Quit fucking shit up. Word. I know I was watching so, the, channel, the channel 11, the Long Beach cover, because, you know, now I have HBO Max. I spent, you know, I worked Saturday, but it was like a test run to see, because, you know, we have these limitations. So yeah. I only did like a half day, hung out with my brother for a little bit, and then came home. They were rioting. They, the, the looting and rioting and destruction got to, across street from his house because he wow. lives by cedar sinai so they just moved and then they just stopped like on one side of the his street is businesses and on the other side is residential mm -hmm. they just stopped at his at his street at his sidewalk mm -hmm. um but you know i, I get a call from my brother he's like hey well my other brother he's like hey where's that motherfucker I'm like who your brother. I'm like, oh, well, he was with me, but he was on his way home. I'm like, I don't, I can't get a hold of him. His wife's freaking out. I'm like, this just happened. I'm like, what the hell's happened? That was Saturday. Then I saw it go down. I'm like, fuck. So on Sunday, I, you know, I, I worked a hard day of work on Saturday. I decided to take Sunday off. Much needed rest, you know. And uh, I'm watching Friends all day on HBO Max. And then all of a sudden, we get Emily gets some text messages. I get some text messages like, "Hey, is your shop okay? Is this you know?" We're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, and she's like, "I guess we got to watch the news." So we put the mm -hmm. news. Yeah, Long Beach was going crazy, and then mm -hmm. I'm watching Susan Harrisuna fucking report on the looting. Like they're just standing there watching the looter, trying to interview looters as they come out, and you hear a loud bang, and the camera person just goes down. Damn. And then they're like, the, you know, the anchors are like, Susan, are you okay? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, but but Carlos isn't. Carlos not okay. And then they just cut off and go. And I guess they, the somebody threw a flashbang, and it wasn't cops. Mm -hmm. There were no cops there. Mm. Somebody just threw a flashbang just to throw a flashbang, and the guy got concussed. Like he just felt oh, that sucks. Yeah, the camera guy. That was a trip because, like, what, we're like, did we just watch another person die on TV just 
for the, the bullshit, like right. You know, it, it, was, it was it was eerie until like he put his thumb up like in front of the lens, like I'm okay, yeah, because yeah, he just he just passed out for a few seconds. Sheesh, that's scary, man. Yeah, I mean, but it's crazy though because there's a lot like. It, all types of people are obviously doing all types of things. Yeah. And I know people are kind of, you know, I know a lot of people want to put emphasis on what, you know, people are doing with rioting and looting or whatnot. Yeah. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. It's, it, it, it's terrible. We all agree. It could have been reason avoided. why, huh? Uh, like oh, I yeah, heard... definitely, it could have been avoided. Yeah. Definitely. Like every time somebody says it's terrible, it's terrible. Like I've been saying this at the shop. It's terrible. It's uh, these fucking assholes. It could have been avoided. Right. And, and but that's minutes. the thing where it's like, you know, Five the reason why people are putting emphasis on what the police have done is because the police are supposed to be the good guys. Yeah. They're supposed to be law and order. And when they do things that that are outside of the law, that's yeah. that's the issue. Like, you know, I mean, dude, you, it's crazy. People it's crazy. online on, on Black Tuesday or take, was it? Turn Blackout, Blackout Tuesday. Tuesday. Blackout Tuesday. And, you know, eventually, I guess today, we the other guys got uh, charged, too. And I was like, yeah. I, I just commented on one post. Like, okay, so can we just, like, skip everything and get to the execution? Like, they deprive somebody their due process. Can we deprive theirs? Yeah, that's not right. We hey. shouldn't do that. I get it, yeah. But yeah. but it, it's it's one of those. But things. then at the same time, you know, I'm, I don't believe in the death penalty either. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't either. But I've been listening to a lot of Testament, the new album, and <laughs> they have a song called the the Law of Amurabi, and it's like eye for an eye, like the oldest text. Oh yeah, that talks about that, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is this is the shit that really like, this is that riot music, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, can I ask you guys a kind of tangential question? Yeah. Yes. Like, do people generally dislike J. Scott Campbell? Yeah. Kind of. Right now, yeah. Like, why? Well, he does. Well, I, know, I kind of know right now, but. Yeah. Well, go ahead. A lot of people got mad that he doesn't do actual comic art, just covers back in the day, and it built up from that. Like, a lot of things now is the sexiness. Like, people are, he feels he's objectifying, and he's like, he doesn't apologize for it. He just keeps doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was weird. Like, he did this picture for Black Lives Matter, and he kind of made a statement. And people are trying to give him shit over it. And it's like, it just seems weird. Like, unwarranted hatred for the dude. What was the trying to speak out for good? Say again? What was the picture? Um, it was... I think it was of the guy. Oh, Oscar put in the George Floyd picture. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'll just say, uh, did you guys see that picture that Rob Liefeld did of George Floyd? Yeah, I saw that shit. And it's like, where the fuck's he been 
doing this work. Right. Know? Right. Am I tripping in the sense that I was like, I would never in a million years be like, oh, that's Rob Liefeld. It doesn't look like his art at all. And it was beautiful. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, what he does usually isn't isn't good, but it's very stylized. It's very much Liefeld, right? He he did George Floyd, and it didn't. It looked like a portrait. Yeah. I I would <laughs> like, and don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at the brother for like, you know, doing a tribute and it being awesome work or anything. Yeah. It's just that it's one of those things where it was like, so wait, can you draw like this whenever you want to? Like, <laughs> it's like, are, it's like, are you like literally just choosing to? To draw in that style? The thing about Liefeld's style is that Liefeld's style was bred in meeting deadlines and shit. You know, like the stuff he did for Marvel and DC early on. And then he just realized, you know, this is just the more efficient way of, of knocking out stuff, knocking out work. Wow. That's really interesting if that's, like, really the, tr- the case. Like, yeah, that says a lot about deadlines and... Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we've all seen that picture of like, of you know the the Wolverine hitting Cable and Cable getting knocked across the room. Like the proportions are all off on that. It's a striking panel. Like that panel is striking as fuck. But I don't think the intention was to be striking. I think he just needed to fill that page and yeah. Like they they Oz put put one of them in there. He he literally. So that's the. That's the the cable Wolverine one, and then the he ripped off his own work and put it there in I guess what is that profit or something? But <laughs> he's like but after that, me. There's exactly that picture <laughs> the cable. Like there, you can find that. That that's exactly that. But uh, Hex says Hex in chat says Liefeld did that. Look, look. That's what I'm saying. It's good because there's no body and no feet. But, <laughs> Look, I, I think any 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 time Liefeld could mess that up or made it Liefeld, but but yeah, I mean it, that's the thing. It's look, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. Like I can't. I don't want to knock Liefeld at all. It's not knocking him though. It's just a different, completely different style that we're used to. Yeah, and and that's really all it boils down to. It's not saying like, oh, hey, man, you know, you suck, and all of a sudden you got good. No one's saying that. You know, but it's completely different than what his drawings usually look like. Yeah. And and I know for me, I was just like, why? Like, why don't you ever draw some comic book characters like this? Like, I was like, man, like this will like, it 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 immediately made me think of like Steel. Yeah. Where I was like, man, I was like, dude, I didn't, I didn't even know Rob Liefeld knew how to draw black people. I had no clue because well, you know he- none of none of Rob Liefeld's characters have lips. Yeah. Well, you know, he didn't want to perpetuate that stereotype. I'm sorry. The the women have lips, but none of the men. No. <laughs> the men look like like that dude from Dexter, all of them. <laughs> you know which dude, right? No, no, I don't know which dude. Yeah. dude. I thought you were talking about the main character. No, no, that guy has lips. his lips are thin. Yeah. He's no, but he's like, like he's a, just a white man. Yeah, compared to the other dude, he's like Mick Jagger. That's funny. Yeah, I, I was I, like, man. I have an issue with uh, 
I have an issue with like white liberals with a lot of shit because they, they can't. <laughs> well, why are you laughing, Larry? Just it was just so it was just so complete. Well, that's <laughs> I'm bringing it back to the hate that that Scott Campbell gets. It's like okay. yeah, he can use he can draw that use his talent to bring that voice, but. He hasn't used that talent to raise that voice and bring up that point before somebody died and it was a big news story, you know? I mean, you know, I'll say this. I know for me at this point, which it's sad to say, it's like I'm just happy that there's any kind of recognition at all. Because for the longest time, I can't tell you how often or how many times, you know, I've mentioned things to you know, different people that happen to be white about police brutality, about, about uh, you know, over-policing in black neighborhoods, like all types of stuff, all types of basically social issues in regards to minorities and police. And, you know, they've literally said to me, like, there's no issue. Like, you know, that's just, you know, like how, how many times people are just go, oh, man, all they have to do is comply. And then you bring up the times when people do comply and they still get killed. And then it's still like, oh, well, you know, that was just a one-off incident or it's a bad apple or, you know, all types of random things they want to tell you when it's like, at some point we have to say, okay, there's a pattern here. And the thing is, it's like, I'm happy there's recognition now, but realistically, look at what it took. Yeah. Like it literally had to be, an execution, basically, like uh, in broad daylight, I that was, happened to be filmed. Because if there was no camera footage, we probably wouldn't even be we probably wouldn't even be hearing about this at all. It would be filed away in some report, and they'd be like, "Oh, it was justified, man. He was all hopped up on this, that, and the other." You know, it's it's crazy. They did. Uh, they did. Oh, hold on, Tyrex on some bullshit again. Hold on, let me tell them. If you download the app, <laughs> you can call in. All right. Uh, I put that picture of the guy in, in chat. That's the guy. Uh, he should play Shaft. He should play everything. Love. Everybody that dr- Rob Liefeld draws looks like that. Um, but. Yeah, it, I was tell, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Well, what if it was an Asian person? Would they riot like this?" And I go, "No, like, <laughs> no, because uh... it's only like the third Asian person that it's happened to since, um, what like the railroad days? You know what I mean? I mean dude, exactly, like." And that's the thing. That's again. This is that all lives matter stuff, where it's just right. Like, and then that's what's saying. Like all, and I go, look, you, you saying all lives matter. All it does is say no. Black lives matter says like yeah, yeah. All lives matter. But right now we got to talk about this because right. this is where the problem is. There's no problem in Polynesian lives <laughs> right now. You know, <laughs> like, well, there's problems, but it's not police brutality. And so, <laughs> And they tell me, well, isn't like the highest statistical crime rate uh, uh, of criminals like in the black community? And I go, no. I, I go, <laughs> if that's the case, but I go, I referred them to the, the highest overturnal of 
DNA evidence, which is also the black people. So they're the ones that are getting more convicted, but also more released based on actual evidence. Right. You know, and it's yeah. You know, I go if you really if you really gave a fuck about all lives, you wouldn't be saying why do these Black Lives Matter people have to say it like this. You'd be saying, why did nobody riot when the kids were being separated from their parents in these fucking immigration jails? Yeah, yeah. But you're not saying that because you're not really, you're saying, you're just saying black lives don't matter, essentially. <laughs> Basically, right. <laughs> that's how I said For it. all intents and purposes. Yeah, that's pretty much what you're trying to say. You just don't want to say it because you're a fucking right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Right. Right. Like, why should we care about black people? And it's like, I mean, I don't know why you, you we should care about all people, but apparently, yeah, no one gave that yeah. memo to. Unfortunately, and, and you know the dirty ass truth of the matter is that no lives matter when it comes between the rich and the poor, but they like keeping us in this race thing, you know, because humanity is still stupid enough to be fighting about race shit, yeah, you know? and, because it's really rich and poor, it, right? It, um. It's really police making money for the investors in this prison industrial complex. That's where yeah. it is. That's where it starts. It's true. And, and, you know, Lisa Simpson said it. Like, that's the wisdom of Lisa Simpson when Marge became yeah. a cop. That's exactly what she said. And she's like, look, here's, you know, Gruff the, McGruff the crime dog. And that's how it is. They give you fucking dare. They give you that take a bar crime shit. <laughs> and the cops are good, but no, cops are over, overpowered, overprotected, and not checked. I've been saying it for I, at least five years now. Somebody needs to be watch the fucking Watchmen. Um, yeah, I, these motherfuckers weren't doing shit for these looters in Long Beach, tearing up. They tore up my whole block where the shop is, and they didn't tear up my shop. And I, I know why, and I'll get to that later. But I've seen these motherfuckers pull over a dude on a bike for no helmet, but use five squad cars. <laughs> but when they're fucking looting, and you can see that shit on my Instagram. I post that shit. Um, I always say, like, a hashtag, who watches the Watchmen, you know? Um, and, you know, when they're fucking looting, they're like, oh, we're... we're we're undermanned. And then somebody tries to tell me, oh, well, it's because of this pandemic thing. It's like, they're not, it's not because of this fucking pandemic thing. It's because the mayor and, you know, there's people that don't want to incite more violence. They're afraid of, of more violence and shit. But it's like, really, certain things are not acceptable, whether you're right. pro-cop or anti-cop, period. Right. And that right. certain things are the law. So clearly there is no uh, line between legality and illegality clearly from what i've seen yeah. uh, handled the looters you know i'll uh, I'll, I'll say this from a midwestern perspective look if you're gonna spill bullshit at, with a good fucking mic will right? you let me talk <laughs> you should let it the, talk the, the most the most redneck dudes at my work like if i ever heard the n-word at work i know which direction i'm gonna look uh before all the protests and all that like when the video first came out they watched that video and were horrified. They're like, dude, that needs to be hung up. That dude needs to be hung up for that shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but but you can't like you I and I understand that I there's very little very little 
disagreement in regards to, you know, what happened with George Floyd. Everyone agrees that what happened to George Floyd was terrible, you know, but the, where the disagreement comes in is whether it's systemic or not. And that's where it shouldn't be. I mean, it shouldn't even be a question realistically, because all you have to do is look at that video. And if you see those people, like the way those cops looked like like just how how calm they all were in regards to what they were doing and how they were doing it like only in a in a system where you feel like that's going to be okay can people have that kind of calm about them like they don't the dude wasn't even looking over his shoulder really you know what i mean like he wasn't he didn't care who was filming or what was going on because in all of their minds they're like well this is just business. You know what I'm saying? This is police business. And what, all, you know, all, all, all I'm saying is, you know, if George Floyd, your wake up call, great. But don't mess around and be like, oh, well, it was this one time and then that was it. Because it's like, it's been happening. Like, I mean, Tamir Rice, the kid in the park that had the toy gun, they literally assassinated him in the park. And when I say assassinate, it's not like they rolled up on him, asked him to put the gun down. He was trying to play with them. and does, They literally rolled up. Like, he, they arrive on the scene, and within three seconds, he's dead. So it's kind of like, so what part of, you know, like, good policing is that? Those guys didn't go to jail. They didn't get charged with anything. And they basically killed fired. a kid. Huh? They didn't get fired. I, yeah, I don't think they got fired, in fact. Yeah, I think you're right. They might have gotten taken off active duty or something like that. But I'm just saying, like, who, who, like, how could you accidentally kill a kid with a toy and someone just be like, oh, well, you know, I mean, you could still be a cop. It was just, it was an honest mistake. How is that an honest mistake? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I guess that's really what it boils down to for me, where I'm just like, you know, I'm happy people are recognizing but you can't you can't mess around and be like, okay, well, George Floyd is wrong, but all the rest are okay. The, so hopefully life like hopefully Liefeld will start drawing like his George Floyd tribute. Or right. we say all that to say. I, look, I would watch I would read a whole comic of him doing quarter bus. <laughs> In that style. We could all be talking. That's fine. I'll take it. You should do a slice of life comment. I, I will close this discussion by saying uh, that it, it, it's really there's no systems in place for the accountability of police officers. There, yeah, not right now. There's th That's where it needs to do. Uh, you know, I, I've thought of, you know, Essentially, like, you know, what if these settlements came out of their 401ks or something, you know? Yeah. Like, shit like that. Hit them where it hurts is money because it's not going to... They're, you know, they're cops. What are you going to do that's going to hurt them? Nothing. You're going to lose. So, take their fucking money. Um, and, yeah, there, there's got to be some kind of independent, uh, somewhat autonomous... Uh, enforcement agency that just handles them 
you know, because well, I mean, the real estate agency, like the the housing organizations and everything handle them. They say if you're an LAPD, you can't live in L.A. City, you know. So how can they have that, but not something in place for when they're doing misconduct, you know? That's it's strange. All this to say, it's new comic book day, and Joe read Birds of Prey number one. Yes, I did. And uh, unfortunately, from the jump, like, I got the digital version, and it does not come with the variant cover. Uh, and I was so disappointed by that. Like, when I saw the variant cover, uh, it was a J. Scott Campbell cover, and it's amazing. Um, yeah. But I think it's on in his any case. In any case. What? Oh, uh, release you, Jay? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, you can hear you now. Oh, okay. Must be phone issues. But, okay, so Birds of Prey, number one, it's uh, part of the DC Black Label, which I didn't realize really? at first. Wow. Why is Birds of Prey Black Label? I don't know. Like, aside from a few swears, there's nothing really in here that, uh, Someone really wanted to keep those Black curse labeling. words. Huh? <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's by Brian Azzarello. And uh, so basically it starts out with Black Canary gets a call from one of her exes and he tells her, like, shit's coming to Gotham. And uh, it turns out that the shit is a new drug cartel that's coming in and trying to take over. Uh, Montoya is uh, undercover trying to bust them. And she has Huntress making hits on them. And uh, they run into Harley Quinn, who's been released from Belle Reve. Uh, her work with the Suicide Squad, of like, you know, the basically every job they do takes time off their sentence, and so uh, Harley, yeah, got out, and she runs into them, and they basically, yeah, end up going up against this new drug cartel, and. Uh, it's pretty cool. Like, it's decent. The characterization characterization is pretty good for the most part, and uh, it is kind of weird to have the side story where, like, the Joker's gang is trying to kill Harley because she's Harley, and. Uh, yeah, otherwise, it's, like, pretty good. Like, the art is okay. Um, 
There's actually one part that was really funny that made me laugh. Where uh, the cartel girl accidentally shoots her friend in the head. And, uh, Why yeah, is that that's, funny? That's pretty much. <laughs> Why is that funny? Shooting your friend in the head? Yeah. Accidentally shooting your friend in the head is almost always funny. No. Like, when is it not funny? Well, listen, we won't be going to the shooting range together. It was funny <laughs> to his friend. Say again? It was funny when Dick Cheney did it to his friend. Oh, yeah. I'm sure his friend didn't think so. No, he voted for him and everything. Well, look, didn't Dick Cheney make him apologize? Sorry, my head was there. <laughs> it was funny in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that was funny in Pulp Fiction. No, no that wasn't his friend. Well, that look, it's still funny. Imagine how much funny. You know what? They were talking like they were friends. It actually, <laughs> they were having a nice conversation. It wasn't that funny, and now I realize why it wasn't his friend. <laughs> uh, did anyone else get a chance to read this? I did not. Unfortunately, I did not. Um, heck, that's okay. which Joker. Which Joker? Which yeah. Joker? Uh, the Caesar Romero Joker. Is that true? Like it? it Wait, for real? It's, <laughs> it's possibly true. <laughs> Might as well be true. <laughs> right. Like they don't ever show his face. Yeah. Like they never show his face. So it's like, yeah. My, why not? Why? Isn't it the Caesar Romero? Hey man, Joker. I don't. I don't listen. You're right, Jay. You're right. No, I'm not Caesar Romero. Do you guys think this was a book that was supposed to come out around the movie time? Oh, it sounds like it. One hundred percent. Sounds one hundred percent like a movie book. yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I want Lou Pacino to draw me Caesar Romero Joker now. I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> I do like the art from what Joe has put on, but it is reminiscent of more movie stuff. And if it is like one of those things that was supposed to come out around the movie or like the DVD release of the movie or something, uh, I'm mad that Brian Ezra wrote it. But why? Wow, this is this is a one shot too. That's surprising. Most yeah. of the DC Black Label stuff has been uh, serious. Yeah, I was gonna say trilogy. But really? A lot of the stuff that I've that oh. I've gotten have have been three books. This is a one shot, from what I'm reading. Oh, good. I what, don't need three of these. Did it end in the cliffhanger? No. Or did you feel satisfied with the, the way Joker. it ended? Yeah. So you don't have to. Enough. You don't have to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to spoil it. Just you know, <laughs> did it end or? Did you feel like there was another one coming? No, it doesn't feel like there's more coming. Like, it feels like a stop. Joe, real quick. um, Say again? Yeah. uh, Is your mic on the high setting or the low setting? Low. Um, Try it on high for a second for me, please. How's that? Okay, you sound better. Now, Oz, you say something, and Joe, you say something, too. At the same time, go. 
Okay, well, all right. This, uh, you know what? Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. Okay, for for today, Joe, leave it on the on the high setting because with Oz's background noise and Joe and Larry's background noise, it actually drowns you out. So when they say something while you're talking, we can't hear you at all. Oh, okay. But yeah, like. I don't need more of these. I am kind of even just a little upset that I ended up getting a black label book. Why? I don't like their stance on censorship. Is this one have any censorship? Probably. Like it didn't get publicized, but I have to assume yes. <laughs> Words in. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, Hex says, no dicks. If you don't see a dick, it's obviously censored. That's true. I'm thinking, yeah. What if it's what if it's a dick Grayson? This, there's none of that in here either. Yeah. And he's Richard now. It's actually Rick. Oh, no, no, you're right. My bad. Sorry. But, yeah, like, it's it's okay. Like, it's 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 good. Like, it actually is a decent story. Um, and like I said, the characterizations are pretty good. There is this one weird thing, and I don't know if this is like an Azarello thing, or if he was just experimenting, but he'll have, like, a character start a word and then have another character finish into a different word. Like, Oh, like that... transitioning from panel to panel? No, like... Not panel to panel, I think. Like, it'll be in the same panel, but oh. just different, like, someone kind of speaking over someone to change their word. And that happened a lot in the book? Yeah. I mean, not a lot, a lot, but enough for me to, like, notice, realize it, and, yeah, to notice, and it become awkward. <laughs> like, for you or the characters? Which one? For Azarello, for Azarello's me. at home. Azarello's as a... <laughs> Ezra's at home, like, uh, Jay's reading. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. No, I'm pretty sure he didn't know I was going to read it. Like, because it's Black Label, I think he assumed I wasn't going to. That's fair. But, all in all, I, I give it a solid three. I mean, I should take away two points for it not having the J. Scott Campbell cover included but Why, I'm going to leave it as cover. is Why should... <laughs> is it an alternate cover I mean what? it should give you it's the all... option oh oh because it's digital Got yeah it. right you should, I mean even if they decide to charge more like maybe the comic shop would like they should at least give you the option if not included 
I know. I know a lot of times books will just have all the alternate covers. Right. Like when, when you get the digital, yeah. it gives you all the alternate covers. Yeah, no, I, I hear you now. I, I wasn't thinking about digital books because that's right. You weren't thinking. I don't dabble in that. I don't. I don't play those games. And I mean, luckily for you, you can get the J. Scott Campbell cover then, if you decide to get this book. Yes. If I decide to get a real comic, oh, right. <laughs> I actually did hit him up on Twitter today. Chase got Campbell? Just to let him know. Yeah, because he was like promoting the book and he was talking about how he did the variant cover. And I told him like I bought it digitally and his cover wasn't included in it. And he, he didn't like, hit me back. What? So he's like, that's crazy, Jay. That'd be really <laughs> cool if he if he did that. He's like, say what? <laughs> yeah. So should we talk about Metal Shade number one or Violets? Uh, let's do Violets so I can pour myself a drink and then. Okay, Violets is an interesting one. Uh, it's about this guy who's. Uh, He's kind of one of those guys that quickly gets attached to a girl. Like, he's quick to fall in love, but he's kind of a loser. And uh, so he's hanging out with his uh, pal, uh, childhood friend, and he falls for her. And when he confesses, she, uh, she rejects him. And he ends up, you know, wandering a field of violets and he's approached by a creature that looks like the girl he likes but it's not her like where her eyes are is just violet light and she gives him a flower and says if you give this to the girl you like she'll fall in love with you and so he does it and she does fall in love but it's kind of weighing on his mind because, you know, he knows that it's kind of not real, even though it kind of is. And he, uh, <laughs> why is it kind of is? It's not like some kind of magical flower or something. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it really isn't. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, in any case, uh, when he goes to have sex with her, uh, she like kind of <laughs> slows no, and like slows it down, and he ends up in the flower field again, and this it's time he gets like, <laughs> right, like he gets a whole bunch of them. Oh lord! And it gets the girl ready, and then he just has like a kind of a breakdown where he can't go through with it. And essentially, this is a story about learning how to let go. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say not rape. I thought you were going to say not rape. <laughs> no, it, 
it's interesting because when you're reading it, like, there's so much going on. Like, it's like one of those cool, like, it's almost like a Twilight Outer Limits episode where you get, but in that you get a lot of info, like, the way the information is given out to you about everything in the world around and, like, the thought process and eventually it is him just learning that he has to let her go. Like she's not in love with them. What they have is fake and he needs to, you know, just give up and move on. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Like, it's not as creepy as I thought it was going to be, but it is an engaging story. Um, it's uh, written by Sabir Peraza with art by Ilisu Govin and colorist Juha Valetti. And I will say the art is average. Um, for the most part, it's average. Uh, there's a, like one or two scenes where the continuity changes. Like in one scene, he's wearing pants, but then in the next scene, he isn't, which is kind of weird. That is weird. He's wearing like shorts. Yeah, he has no pants on. Oh, no pants on at all. So oh, wait. First, so... he was like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. So, yeah, like in one panel, he's got his pants on. And then the next, the panel shows him walking away and he doesn't have pants on anymore. Hmm. So okay. that was kind of weird. That is weird. But. I think overall, I really enjoyed this. Like, it's a cool story. Like, it really does remind me of, like, those classic Outer Limits, uh, Outer Limits type story. And it's kind of like, uh, like, it's what, like, it's 64 pages or something? It's a one shot? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. It's a one shot, like a 64 page kind of graphic novella, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. Like, I actually had a lot of fun reading this. Um, fun, but like a slow paced fun. Like, it's not like an action packed fun. It's, yeah. it's a slow pace. Yeah. So I will probably give it a four out of five. Um, yeah, the art could be a little better, but yeah, I think overall, like it's good. Like it's a four. Like if you like Outer Limits or Flowers, it's definitely worth reading. Oh, and if you're having trouble letting go of a relationship. You should definitely read this.
Okay. So Metal Shade is one of these books that I uh, I funded on Kickstarter. Oh, really? Yeah, and I funded this back in, I want to say August of last year. And it's actually kind of cool. They gave me, um, like, I got, I don't know how much, I think I paid like 26 bucks or something. They gave me the digital version and then the physical. And then the they gave me a bunch of wallpapers for my computer and my phone, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, you know, it's high-res pics. Like in that format, um, and I, I do actually like the art. the The guy that created it, Isaac Bell, he uh, he's one of these dudes that I found on one of these sketch cover groups where you just get to see a bunch of sketch covers that people do. They just mm-hmm. post work and they sell it through there. Mm-hmm. It's all white covers, and you know I've seen a lot of his. He does a really good Wolverine. You can probably tell from reading the, <laughs> from reading Metal Shade, like it's kind of that ninety cyber force uh, type art, you know. Like that's that's what he his influences are, especially in Metal Shade. But even when he does things, it's definitely now, top cow influence. If uh, I could interrupt for just a moment, I will say I was actually blown away by the art. Yeah. Like, especially when I saw it was like a Kickstarter project. Yeah. Because my expectations were lowered when I found that out. Yeah. But then it was like, I saw it and like every panel is amazingly drawn. And then in the back, like after the story, they have like sketches and I actually put one in chat that's really cool. It's like this creepy, not clown face, but. Yeah. Demon face. Yeah, it looks kind of like, and it's like a, like playing a card. black and white. Yeah. And so Yeah, and the he, art is amazing. And here here's the thing. So there was somebody else doing art on these and he was doing the sketches and inks and he collaborated with this lady on that I think I don't know if better on that group, but eventually they started. She started coloring uh, his art, and they were doing collaborations a lot. And then, you know, over the years, now they're married. And then this book came out like they worked on it together, and they put it on Kickstarter. And from being in that group, I saw their relationship flourish and their art flourish together, like complement each other. And then when I found out they had a book, I'm like, oh, look. If if the smallest tier is a hundred bucks, I'm doing it. You know, because it's like, wow, they're working together. Like, I want to see what what comes out of it. And then I I, I got it. Now, uh, in reading the digital copy, the the physical copy hasn't come out. And part of the reason that that, that it, it, there's a delay and stuff for this is one, the COVID nineteen pandemic kind of ruined shit for comics. But right. It's also uh, during the pandemic, somebody, a publisher actually reached out and said, oh, we want to publish Metal Shade as like an ongoing, you know? And so then they're like, okay, well, here's the printed copies we have and and you can do another print run. 
but it's like but it's kickstarter like these are for our followers so they're like well why don't you print a better one for your follow your kickstarter people and we'll we'll pull out so now we're getting a better printed copy of it with like gold foil and shit that the publisher is helping them put together um I think it got something like a thousand and nineteen percent funded or something. So it, it got attention and it, it it went well for them. And now you know I have to wait longer for a uh, a physical copy, but I'm okay with it. Just seeing how it all played out, you know. Um, and the people that actually put it together, like I saw them come up, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately. I've been really busy at work, so I didn't get to read all of it. I only read, like, the first few pages. And like Joe says, like, the art is really good. The only problem with this digital copy for me is that it's not formatted to be read um, like that. Like, they just scanned what they were going to send to the printers and gave it to us. You know, they put it in kind of a slideshow PDF. And I'm okay. Right. I'm okay with that only because I know it's coming from people that actually work from home. (laughs) Before the pandemic and during the pandemic, you know what I mean? Like they're just they're having mm-hmm. they're working on it after like their shift at Starbucks or whatever. So I'm okay with it, but it was a little hard to read. And and even when they gave me the digital copy, they're like, "Hey, we just want to give you a heads up. Here's your digital copy. Um, before you tell us what you think or anything, just you know, if it's something like, oh, I don't have a display big enough to read this, then uh, yeah, just." Please wait for the physical copy because I, I, you know, artists can't take criticism. Yeah, and if that's your criticism of this book that your display is not big enough, then you know it's not that bad. Yeah, but I, I did try to read it on multiple things. Uh, the iPhone XR was the best one for me. Um, my iPad two is pretty good for it, but it's heavier and I can't carry it around as much. I actually don't carry it around as much, so. I, I, trying it on the Kindle seven inch was a little a little trickier. Um, their PDF reader and their screen resolution doesn't do this comic art justice. So the the iPhone XR was the best one I had. I did have to zoom in, and now I feel spoiled and lazy that it's like oh, I have to zoom in to read this comic, you know. But it, it, <laughs> it uh, but it, the art is I, I really enjoyed the art, the character designs, and Larry. Like I mean. Anybody like growing that came up reading comics in the nineties, like it had yeah. the, that kind of design, yeah, and it, that kind of store type of story, but it's a little deeper. And no, little it, it, you could tell. Did you get to read it, Larry? No, no, no. I'm just looking at the art, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it definitely. You can see the nineties influence, but it definitely yeah. has a little bit more something to it. Like you can you can see the substance in yeah. the character design. It doesn't look as, as like as one dimensional as a lot of nineties books, you know? Yeah. I mean the nineties, I mean like any, it, it, you know, it was like the quote unquote extreme era and all, all the extreme era meant really was, does it look cool? And, and that was like the, the guiding light for everything. Does it look cool? And if it, if, if the answer is yes, then great. And if the answer is no, then do it over. <laughs> and it's like, and then you like, it's not even like a thing where you're like, okay, let's figure out what the story is and then design the character or anything like that. It's like, no, no, no. Does it look cool? We'll figure out who this character is after we make it look cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. and that's like, that's pretty much and the that 90s kind of in a feels, nutshell. 
Go yeah, ahead. that kind of feels like what they did. Like in this book? Well not Yeah. Like it's not oh. exactly that shallow. Like it's a tad deeper than that. But <laughs> it really does feel like kind of like a nineties throwback. Yeah. Kind of vibe to the story. And it's weird. Like how much they say necro, like <laughs> stuff with necro in it. Like it's yeah a lot, like an obnoxious amount. But I and yeah, and the characters are kind of they're they're stock but interesting. So it's like these are not necessarily characters I haven't seen before, but they do still have their charm. And it, it does feel like a number one where they're trying to set something up and just using this issue to just kind of introduce the characters and say Necro a lot. <laughs> I mean, is... Is that the core concept of the whole book? A necro something or other? Yeah, it, they live in the was it the necroverse or something? And <laughs> it, it, so here here's the like selling like paragraph thingy, Larry. Is an ancient, okay. an ancient dystopian world is plagued with the atrocities of an apathetic government, a brutal military forces, and unending war. Life is unstable. Hope teeters on the edge of extinction. A young hacker, Terra Vex, stumbles upon a classified prophecy equation predicting an apocalyptic cataclysm. So it, it does merge like the mages with the techno stuff, and Necro, for some reason, kind of binds the two together. In you know, when I was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. In, in kind of like the way they. they they use necro is like it's like a fusion of the two of the magic and the techno, and so they um, use, yeah. Now one gotcha. of the things I was thinking is that this kind of reminds me of, of like heavy metal. Like uh-huh. it feels like it would be right at home in heavy metal magazine. Yeah, or even as a segment in a movie, like a heavy metal movie. And I honestly think I would enjoy, I've enjoyed it more if it was like an animated thing. But, uh, yeah, it, like, not that it was unenjoyable, but I think I would have liked it more in like an animated thing, something where I can kind of turn off a little more. I can see that. I think I feel that I feel that way about Magic the Gathering now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, good, Moses. I'm sorry. Well, it's kind of those the, the, like I, I'm like that with comics a lot too, where it's like just because it's a comic book, I hold it to a higher standard, and when it doesn't meet that standard, I'm like disappointed, but it's like, I'll watch a movie like that. No problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I, I come into that 
And, and with this book, it's like I did see some issues in the art, but I, I didn't finish reading it. Like I looked through the art more than I actually uh, read it, but I did enjoy what I re- read, and it did like hit that like heavy metal um, magazine type of vibe for me, which so I'm okay with. You know, I could mm. once it's like that, I, I can enjoy it. You know, um, but know. it is definitely one of those like '90s throwback books, but in the best way, in a sense, like it, it, you know. It's not like, you know, sometimes you read a comic book that's like, oh, it feels like a 90s book. It's like, you know, right now this isn't that good, but if you read it in the 90s, it'd be great, you know? Right. And this isn't that. This is pretty good now from what I've read, and the art's good, so it's like I predict it's going to be an enjoyable experience all around for me. Yeah. yeah. It's, it definitely kind of has, like, that whole thing. Like, it looks like it's going to be, like, an homage to the 90s as opposed to... yeah. A book that belonged there. <laughs> but yeah, when you read it, you're gonna like the art. Yeah, the art. I mean, just what I've seen, the little I've seen looks good. A lot of necro, according to Joe. Yeah. If you're into that, into necro. So cool. So, what would you all rate it? Well, I can't read it because I didn't read it. But oh, okay. Yeah, Jay, what would you rate it? I'm kind of on a three. Like the art is amazing. I I like the characters. Uh, the story, not as much. Like I would kind of need to see where they're going with it. So I'd actually prefer to just watch it as a feature, animated. But there's stuff. There's something here, and I'm willing to bet that other people will get more out of it than I did. Okay. Um, Hecht and Chess has three necros out of five. <laughs> yeah, three, that's three what, what I would give it. Three necros, Three out, necros of out of five. Oh, I'm glad you said necro. No, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, today is not the day. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Today's not the day, heck. <laughs> yeah, heck. I thought you were going to say three necros. Nah. Uh, should we jump in the news or? We got something else we got to talk about. I'm not sure if we talked about anything else, right? Is there? Did we? Uh... No, I, I mean, think that was it. Watch, yeah, so next thing. You still refuse to watch us. Um, That's me. I mean, the guy refusing to watch us. I know we're not doing like daily shows anymore, so there's no yeah. more like TV Tuesday. But yeah. I-, I did want to talk about. Like on Lawrence's recommendation, I started watching Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. And I will mm-hmm. say, those first two episodes are atrocious. <laughs> like, they are the fucking worst. Spoken like, like a man I can't that believe... hasn't seen 
that hasn't seen Resistance. <laughs> is, is Resistance good? No, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. That's why uh, you're like, it's atrocious. He says the worst. I'm like, oh, spoken like a man that's never seen Resistance. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but continue. But, I'm sorry. First yeah, two episodes. It, but then what happens in episode yeah, three, the, Joe? Oh, it, it stays mediocre. Really? Like, I think the Inquisitor. Feel. Yeah, like until episode five, I think either either four or five. Uh, like I would say the episode kind of where they steal the Tie Fighter is like average, and then after that, it gets good. Like it, well, it starts getting good. Like after that, like I definitely did not have to see the first two episodes, and I well, would have been great. The, you got to see the episodes to establish the characters. I think it, it. Well, he doesn't act like that. Like he only acts that way in the first two episodes. After that, he pretty much completely changes. I mean, and the team yeah, is like super incompetent. Like. They are not this incompetent in any other episode aside from the first two. I agree like, with you. On they that. actually are a competent working team. Like you don't get that in the first two episodes. It does. It goes through so a little like, bit of gr- growing pains. No question on that. Yeah, like I would say, definitely if you're gonna watch it, start at episode three, and <laughs> it's a it turns into a good ride. It's a really good show. It's, it only gets hmm? better. It's a really good show. It only gets better. Yeah. Like, it, it's good. And it's... I know, me personally, I've kind of been on a Star Wars thing lately. So it's, like, just good having more. How, how, how I actually listen to Dark Disciple. What is that? Uh, it's a book. It's based on an unproduced episode of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. uh, with Voss and Asajj Ventress go out mm. to try and assassinate Dooku, mm. and that was actually really good. Like, if you're a Clone Wars fan, you should definitely check the uh, either read or listen to that book. Cool. Uh, Tiger Clan chat says, "Wow, I thought you guys would be into Star Wars Rebels because a lot of fans loved it." I'm, I'm into it now. Like after the first two episodes, it gets good. How? Long? And How? talk about the problem. I know one of, of my the mis- slingshot. The the slingshot, Joe. Well, first off, it's not a lightsaber. Which oh, oh, oh. from who said the that? who said it's not a lightsaber, or who said it? No, was? who said it was? Uh-huh. Oh, I did. I said it looks right. like a lightsaber. So, but it in motion it's actually not. It's more like the bows the night sisters use, but like smaller and pussier. <laughs> well, he's a child. What a pussy. <laughs> but I will say 
that that kind of brings me to like another one of the things. The lightsabers are actually interesting. Like the Inquisitor lightsabers Mm -hmm. are actually pretty amazing. Yeah. And when Ezra builds his lightsaber, like that was dope too. Like his lightsaber is bad as fuck. Yeah. Like it's a gun saber. Yeah. So yeah, like there's a lot going here. And then Ahsoka shows up and she's a badass. Well, As technically, she just kind of shows up and then eventually she does some badass shit. But yeah, it's good. Like, definitely better than I thought it would be. Um, it does have some disadvantages of, compared to Clone Wars. Where it's like, they're a lot harder with their commercial breaks. And the fact Mm. that they only focus on one team, like, on the single team, is not really a detriment, but it's just a different thing. Whereas, like, Clone Wars, you were, like, jumping around. And this, you're kind of stuck with this team. But, uh... Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like it's it's worth checking out. Tiger Clan Chess says I haven't watched Rebels. In fact, I haven't even watched the Clone Wars. It's oh, just geez. that I wanted to avoid being overexposed with Star Wars stuff and waited for the movies. Call him <laughs> listening. That sounds like Tiger Claw. Yeah, that sounds like him. I'm just like overexposed. <laughs> He's like. Okay, overexposure. Now that we're on all games, we don't have to tolerate Tiger Claw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way you said that, but I don't know if it's a it's an untrue statement. I don't know that that's an untrue statement. I'm gonna play some news music. Go for it. We should have a like, uh, like Kurt. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Yeah, Tiger Claw's mad because the clones show up and they look like middle-aged men. Well, it's been like fourteen years since the Clone Wars, so yeah, they got older. Why wouldn't they get older? Because they're clones and they're cartoons. It's not the so, I don't know if we talked about this, but did we talk about did. Lucifer being canceled? No. Wait, when so, did he be- Um, like I want to say this. The story I read it was after, posted right? on the twenty ninth. Uh, they basically have canceled the show and the final story is going to be released as a graphic novel. <laughs> so I don't know if that's good news or bad news for you, Mo. Oh, it's it's bad news but, for Mo. 
Yeah. It's all bad news. It's all bad news. Like, no <laughs> more show. With this like, Lucifer. I thought you would like that part, well, at least. The show, wait, the show didn't get canceled, right? You're talking about the comic? Because what I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was the show. Was it the what comic? I, uh, find the link and post it. Because what I thought was the comic got canceled, but the remaining issues are going to be a, like a graphic novel. Oh, so is it? Because I just, so, so... I just did the news story last week too, where he got signed a new contract to to be to for the show to continue. Oh, Hex says the show just got another season, like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, so it wasn't. It was the comic that got canceled, and then the final issues are, which is like kind of what they've been doing over at DC for a lot of books. You know, like I, I we reported when we we're doing the daily shows, like that was happening. Yeah, I feel like like DC has to do less books at the moment, right? Because of the. I mean, with coronavirus and all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I. I mean, not I, I got the story. I'm sorry with the. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I got the story. DC Comics has decided that the the issue of the Sandman Presents Lucifer comic published in March before the shutdown will be the series' final ongoing issue. Instead, the unpublished 19 to 20 number 19 to 24 will now be published as an original graphic novel. So it's not the TV show; it's the the book. Yeah. So the comic gets canceled, but the book keep the show keeps going. That's Joe almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> Oz is ready for that sweet, <laughs> that sweet Sandman Lucifer crossover. Ugh. I don't want Sandman to come in and ruin my show. Uh, it, it would only ruin it if Sandman is good. I, I don't think Sandman's gonna be good. <laughs> The only sad man I know is Dodd. I don't know who that is. Wesley Dodd, Larry. We talked about him at Stargirl. Like, come on. You read Kingdom Come. I did read Kingdom Come. I read it a long time ago, though. But you know that, that Sandman is the main character, right? Of Kingdom Come? Like he's the one that well not the main character, but he sets the main character on his path. Like he's the parishioner that tells him the prophecy of what he saw in the dream. That doesn't sound like the same thing. Well to me, he's the, the only reason it happened is because it wasn't <laughs> Mo's like Sandman's the co star. He's the star. <laughs> he's the star oh, okay, my bad. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to downplay him. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't get to produce any news, so if you guys got any... Uh, well, here's news. I, I oh, went there's back news in our chat. I went back to work, and, and I made some money, so now I funded some Kickstarter shit. So I, fund, <laughs> I fell in and, and did another, even though I was critical about how Coffin Comics does the Lady Death stuff where you only get it through Kickstarter. Yes. I, I bought another random comic from them because the art. Oh, okay. They have a Joe Benitez cover. Joe and, Benitez. Yes. Yeah, so it's called the. Uh, where is it? 
Let's see. It's called Brian Polito's newest graphic novel, La Muerta Number One, Retaliation. So it says number one, but it also says colon retaliation. So we'll see. And I don't like I'm the sound of colon retaliation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to get a condom again, but we'll see. And then I did the Jeff Lemire one, the Cosmic Detective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I got that one under the wire like ten minutes ago. So Oh really? Yeah. I did the well, uh, I did the ten dollar pledge, digital copy, and that's it. Money Magnum's back, baby. Kinda. I don't know, man. We might have to shut down again. Uh after all the protests. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. That is a, a real possibility. I mean, well, here's they, they, they like on Monday they're like, oh, uh, businesses curfew starts at one p.m. and it's like it's twelve fifty-five when they tell me. Yeah, no, they, they, it, I don't know how they're doing that. And then, like, the it's thing, crazy. So because I can't like be with these new restrictions, I can't like have the shop full of clients. I have to take yeah. one hour essentially, and uh, I'm like, well, I can't make. You know, I usually can do about twenty haircuts a day and it's like I'm only doing half of that right work like a full 10 hours and I'm like well how am I going to get to make the same amount of money so I'm like you know I invested in retail stuff to sell hair gel and hair products Mm -hmm. now I have a bunch of cases of this but it's like if they're looting like I can't leave this stuff here because I just invested in this I'm going to lose it Right. Right. I'm dressed all in black with a fucking mask on and a big fucking machete at my side, I'm like, I can't walk around with a box full of things, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, hey, I agree. It's like, how the hell am I gonna do? So it, it was a whole thing. Like, how are you, how are you gonna give me that that warning, five minute warning? Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, so. yeah. nah. And it, it's a very strange thing. Like, you know, like. The curfew like varies from day to day in regards to how soon or how you know how how soon or how late it ends. And I got and, some because the days was at nine p.m. and it's like, come on, man, you know I do the show on Wednesdays. Like, couldn't you do the early one on Wednesday? Like, right, right. <laughs> it's it's messed up. But you know, I I don't know. Like, I don't understand. How it is that they're not, they don't know how to handle this. Because it's like, don't get me wrong, I understand that looters and rioters are potentially violent, but it's like, I mean, they're not like just, you know, like kitted out in body armor and have automatic weapons or anything. It's like, you know, and then the the people they do stop are certain amounts of them. It feels like they're just kind of like abusing, which is weird. And it's like you don't have to like just shoot them home if that's what you want to do. Shoot them home. I mean, I I feel like half the people you might be able to just actually convince to go <laughs> if you like, you know, if so, you if you talk to them right, but. So when Trump know. when Trump tweeted when the looting starts the shooting starts he should have just said when the looting starts the shooing starts. There it is. That's it. 
the shoeing. When the looting shark starts, the shoeing starts. So go home. Shoo! Hey! Hey! Get out of here. Uh, I feel like that would work. Evan Peters is playing a mystery role in WandaVision. Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the Fox X-Men movies. Yeah, I saw that. That doesn't excite me. I mean, like, I don't believe that they would make him be Quicksilver. But, and and so because I don't believe that they would do that, if he's anything but Quicksilver, why? Well, here's the thing: this show is supposed to connect to Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. So that's probably the. He probably is going to be Quicksilver, and they're going to get a glimpse into another universe through this. Like he might, he he might not be in the show like that, but he'll like, you know, like how the CW did with Flash when he went through that wormhole and saw Supergirl in it. You know, or we yeah. saw Supergirl in it. It might. I just, I, I just don't want. I don't want any. Like, if the first thing I see, which you know, obviously. WandaVision is pro- is the next thing that's coming out. Uh, or, you know what? Actually, there's a story about that, too. We'll talk about that in a second. But it's, it's one of the sooner things that come out. Like, the first glimpse of, like, X-Men in the MCU, like, I don't, I don't want that to be Quicksilver. Mm. Or that Quicksilver. Maybe let's put it like that. I don't want it to be that Quicksilver. Well, he's better than MCU Quicksilver. I don't think so. Well, he didn't get shot. It doesn't matter if he doesn't get shot. He's not like MCU Quicksilver is more like Quicksilver than yeah. this guy. This and guy's that, impulse. And MCU told you what they thought of Quicksilver. I mean, you can kill Quicksilver. That's fine. Like, we don't need him. And he could come back. But, you know, it's not like they're like, oh, we hate Quicksilver. I mean, you know, they, they hate Fox, maybe. <laughs> and that was that, you know, screw you to Fox. But, yeah, like, I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. that wait, 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 wait. Screw you to Fox? How? To for the, um, you know, they were, wasn't it? Didn't they just use them because... Because, uh, or weren't, wasn't it a thing where they had like an issue? No, they had an agreement. One of them gets Quicksilver, the other gets uh, Wanda. But then that can't be the agreement because Quicksilver was in it. No, but they, they got rid of him. And then just like Fox got rid of Wanda. How did Fox get rid of Wanda? They used her for one of those, like, after credit scenes, and then they didn't just use her again. You know, Mar- Marvel is just a little more creative getting rid of Quicksilver, but... They used her for an after credit scene? Yeah. An after credit scene. The, the Mark Webb Spider-Man thing was a Wanda and Quicksilver thing, no? I I don't know what you're talking about. It might Does be anybody a, know? Does anybody know what Marvel? Mandela Effect. Oh, like I don't, yeah, I don't think that was the case. I don't know. I feel like because I remember one of the like maybe the second Spider-Man with the after credit scenes had nothing to do with Spider-Man and had it was actually a 
an X-Men thing with Wanda and Quicksilver. Mm, I don't remember that. It, it, it could be a possible. I mean, I didn't I see mean, it. Definitely could be a thing. That, that's why I think, like, that, the thing I, is, I, I, uh-huh. I didn't see the, the movie. Only time, the only time Wanda and Quicksilver show up in after credits is in the Avengers movie. That does happen. That's in when Avengers they're movie. in the. When that's when they're in the prison cell. Yeah, is that what you're thinking about? No. Okay. They, they don't show up in any Fox movie. Because I saw that. So what was the after credit scenes in the Amazing Spider-Man Two? Come on, man. I, I'm not even certain I saw the after credit scene in Amazing Spider-Man Two. That movie is so terrible. Well, so one of you told me about it. Because oh, uh, wasn't me. Show about comics, and I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was me. Neither one of you, Jay. You know what he's talking about? Uh, I don't remember our fan. Oh, you know what? That no, that I think the after credit scene for Amazing Spider-Man Two was a setup for the Sinister Six. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And they're walking through, and you see like all the little like the technology stuff, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I remember. Ugh, so bad. Well, I like the Sinister Six. The Sinister Six is fine. The movie, that movie's so bad. Oh, the movie, yeah, it was terrible. Well, there you go. So bad. <laughs> yeah. So, the Final Fantasy fourteen. Is having a crossover event with Final Fantasy Eleven. Well, it's live it, now and runs until June twenty second. Uh, there's a special quest line, and you can get exclusive armor. Wait, Final Fantasy event. Final Fantasy Eleven is its own thing still. Yeah, it's got millions of players. I thought Final Fantasy fourteen. Was like a revamp of eleven. No, it's a revamp of fourteen. What? <laughs> like Final Fantasy fourteen was its own thing, but it was terrible. So they destroyed the world and brought back Final Fantasy fourteen, a realm reborn. But oh. neither of those has anything to do with Final Fantasy eleven. Oh, wow. Okay. According to Collider, there's a deleted Amazing Spider-Man 2 post credit scene that was made with them in it because it was a deal that they had to do. Mark Webb had a deal with Fox, so he did to do a third movie. They counted that as his third movie. The post credit. Yeah, that they never showed, but it had, it was like an X-Men Days of Future Past thing in it with Quicksilver and What's-Her-Face in it. Oh, so you must have read a news story or something then. Well, yeah, I didn't watch the movie. Like, Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it, that's all that it, it doesn't matter if you watch the movie or not, because it wasn't in it. Well, I was asking, like, did you guys see it or not? But No, no. Yeah. Man, I, don't really, I don't know anything about that. 
So <laughs> that's his third movie. So was it any good? Like, is there any? Nobody's ever seen it. Like, no one's ever seen it. I, I want the Mark Webb cut. <laughs> Might as well, right? So, um, the rumor is circulating that, you know, as as we all know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision were both in the middle of filming while, uh, or when the pandemic hit. The rumor is going around that they very well might release the first half of both of those series, which is already a small season, but it, it very well might be like a six episode season and they just release three episodes of each one. Uh, and I don't, nobody knows because it's not anything official. It's a rumor. Nobody knows what they're talking about in regards of timetables or if it's a thing where they'll release like one set and then the other along with the idea of, you know, they don't know if they'll release it in batch form or week to week. But because they have the first half of these seasons done and, you know, content is harder to come by, it's looking like it very well might happen that they release the first half of these series. How do you so feel? We'll see. Uh, you know what? I don't mind the idea of them releasing the first half. Um, just as long as oh. it's a it's an okay enough merit, merit, narrative break. Oh boy. Now, how they should release so, that, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it should be batch or if they should do it week to week. So, PlayStation Network is down for a significant number of uh, PS4 players. Uh, fans are complaining on social media, but Sony status, uh, status site is not confirming the down status. Uh, there's basically connection errors going on, preventing people from playing online and uh, kicking people out of single-player games uh, for uh, lack of authentication. So That's good, though, right? It's what? It's good that, that they... Oh well, when you say authentication, you talk about authentication of the, oh, like the server or authentication from the the users. Uh, user. So basically, uh, if you own a game, like say digitally, uh, there's communication between the game and the server that says you actually own this piece of software, so oh. that you can use it. If it can't oh, authenticate know. it, then it will kick you out of that software because it can't identify you as actually owning it. Okay, no, never mind. That sucks. Because basically, you can't play games 
or you may not be able to play games you actually own. Right. Yeah, that's lame. Joe, did you ever get the package? What? Joe. Oh, yes? <laughs> you didn't hear us? <laughs> no. Yeah, you can't oh. hear He's like far away, like three, ten feet from his phone. <laughs> also, oh, the sound is the sound on my end has been cutting out a lot. Oh, okay. Um, so is it only when Oz talks? Ah, uh, say something again. No, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Just ask the no. question again. What was your question? Did you ever get the package I sent? Not yet, no. And I've been checking the mail uh, pretty regularly, uh, but I haven't gotten it yet. Huh. Tracking number says delivered. That's unfortunate. Um, when, when did it get delivered? Uh, I got to look it up. You guys move on. Okay, because I'm in an apartment <laughs> building, and it uh, mail goes in through a lobby service first uh, before it gets to me. So I know I actually got a package delivered today that I can't access because it has to go through them, and then they give it out to me. So it might be like if it just got delivered today, then I won't get it till like tomorrow or Wednesday. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, delivered May 29th. So what, last Friday? Something like that? I think that was Friday. Huh. Yeah. If it, if it came... Yeah, I should have gotten it today, or I might get it tomorrow. So, like, I know there's a little bit of lag since it's not delivered directly to me; it's delivered to the lobby, and then they sort the mail. So, what else is happening in the news? Uh, um, they're talking about when they uh, for season two of Batwoman. It looks like they're definitely planning on having the new person come in and be a different character. So that kind of sucks. So it's Batwoman, but not um. Oh man, her name escaped. Cassandra, Cassandra yeah, Kane. Cassandra Kane. There we go. Kane yeah, it's Kane. good. It's a or Kate Kane. Cassandra's right. Batgirl. I oh, made that I'm mistake sorry. last time. You're right. Yeah, you're right. The new person. I have to pull up her name, but. Well, they call her like Ricky Ryder or some shit like that. Like a name that doesn't really. 
they said that it, it's probably an alias just to throw off people. And it was actually in the casting for the first season, but they were casting her as that character as possibly an Easter egg or something. And then now they're just going to use that. And I'm thinking they're going with the like Golden Age Batwoman. You know what I mean? Who's the Golden Age Batwoman? The Golden Age Batwoman. Yeah, there was a Batwoman in the Golden Age, and she had a daughter, and they used to help Batman fight crime. What's she look like? I mean, she looks kind of like Huntress, but yellow and black and red. Really? Wow, I don't know anything about any of this. It's because you don't love comics. I think I love comics. No. I may not love I may not love Batwoman, which I think is okay. Yeah. Her name was Kathy. Kathy? Yeah. Interesting. I think they introduced her to like make her not to make Batman not look gay with Robin. <laughs> well, good luck they, with had, that. Like, a, they had a wedding issue and everything. They got married? Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. That definitely sounds like a beard. I think it was like Batman 120 something or some shit. But, yeah, I mean, they, that's what they're thinking. That they're going to use one a, an established character to replace her, and just Ruby uh, Rose's Kate Kane will just be. Um, oh, I was put in the chat. Uh, she'll be just like disappeared, just like Batman. Yeah? That's not cool. The show's not cool. That's true. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It's not cool. <laughs> uh, they think that Henry Cavill Superman might return in multiple DC movies. Now, why is that happening, you think? He'll probably just have cameos and other shit. Like, it's not... They're not making another Superman movie, as far as we know. But I mean, AT and T is gonna like try to get as much as they can. I mean, this is what they do and fail before somebody else buys it off. You know, like I, I was it like a week ago or two weeks ago, I kind of went through the the stages of of this failed investment that they have, and uh, they're gonna like cut the fat of their investment to like just concentrate on more lucrative shit and so they're trying to squeeze this shit out with the you know with the Snyder cut and the Ayer cut I guess they're trying to do the birds of prey like whatever the fuck's name is cut but I guess what's the point of like having the old Superman come that you're not going to use to make movies anymore of like why not? Oh, they think that cast someone new. So they're trying. The I don't know what the rumor exactly is, but I know they're thinking. Their thinking is like, well, if this Justice Snyder cut is any good, we're gonna have to pay this guy triple what we would have to pay him now to lock him in. You know what I mean? Like if people people don't necessarily want to see him as Superman yet until 
hopefully the Snyder Cut, you know, that's their thinking. They're like, it's the same way, like, for example, um, like Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, they were trying to hire Jim Carrey, and they're like, well, he wants, you know, he wants $50,000. And they're like, well, that's a lot of money. We're, we're kind of, you know, more or less an independent movie that got a little bit of funding. And they're like, well, if you don't hire him now, today's Wednesday. On Friday, Ace Ventura is coming out. If you want to hire him on Monday, it's going to be a million dollars. So they're like, well, let's hire him now. So they locked him in, and they got Jim Carrey post Ace Ventura for $50,000. And, you know, they locked him in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of, I think that's kind of what's going on here with with Cavill. Um, Cavill is, is more or less a, a more mild-mannered dude. He doesn't have any controversy, no drinking, no nothing. So they're like, yeah, he's a safe bet. You know, they're not doing this for Batflick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I, yeah, we'll see. It's their thinking, but this is, it's going to prove, like, I don't know, even with this Snyder Cut, like, I don't know how this is going to relate to their profit per se. Um, I don't know how they think it's going to relate to their profit. That's another point. And then it's like, are people really going to want more of this stuff after that? You know? Um, it, it's a little it, it, it's a little murky and, and they're kind of trying to, to divine it. But who knows? I mean, maybe Wave 3 will hit and people will stay home and watch HBO Max. Yeah? And watch the Snyder Cut. I predict they're going to give... Like, if if Wave 3 hits, they're going to give HBO Max for free <laughs> for, like, three months or some shit. I've watched us, then. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree. Mean, we'll see. Free the Snyder Cut. Let's see. I know the the air cut is one another thing they're looking at, and and they they for them it's safe because it could be something like even if they only draw like twenty million people to watch it, that's twenty million subscriptions that'll stick around for that quarter. They'll look like they made a billion bucks, you know. So it'll look good for them, and then they don't have to f- put in the money to remake Justice League, you know. Like they're just putting in twenty million, like. You know, people are like, oh, Warner's paid that much for it. Now they're paying again. It's like, well, they're not paying again. AT&T's paying $20 million to get Justice League Snyder cut, whereas Warner Brother paid $350 million, you know? So it's a steal for, for AT&T, yeah? Hmm. I guess that is one way of looking at it. Well, that's how they Forget look at it. Forget the air cut. Forget the air cut. It's all about the yang cut now. Yang cut. That's the director of Birds of Prey. Andrew Yang? Um, Kathy Yang. Uh, I mean... I, I don't yeah. believe there's enough footage to make that movie better. Well, there's a whole uh, Joker scene that like we have on our Instagram. You can see the Joker scene if you want, if you follow us on Instagram. I said uh, better. That's not... Yeah, you're, you're right. That'll fix that movie. Well, they could just right. use footage and just splice it in. 
use what footage? The footage we have of, of Birds of Prey <laughs> that didn't make it to the movie. I mean, it could be better if they have uh, if they have footage we haven't seen where the actors are different. <laughs> well, they could just use they could just screen record our footage and just be like, "Oh, a bystander took this cell phone shot and it has our watermark on it." That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd be all in. I'd give every like Warner Media thing a five star rating. <laughs> <laughs> we we know what it takes for Mo to sell out now. <laughs> yeah, but that's that. I forgot to play the heavy metal minute too. You can still play it. Let, let's see. Let, well, let me see if there's any other new stories here. Uh oh. Uh, Golden Apple got hit too by the riots, and uh, I did see that. I'm okay with that. I'm still mad at them. For oh. They did, they didn't let me buy Gold, uh, Darkness 27 back then. So, yeah. Good for Why them. didn't they? Because I think Kevin Smith or Frank Miller or somebody, somebody that worked on Daredevil was signing. And they, I'm like, I'm here to buy fucking comics. Like, it was literally like that, like that fucking, <laughs> like that scene in Mallrats. It's like, what is this monstrosity? I'm trying to get <laughs> comics. Like, it was like that. I hadn't, I hadn't even seen the movie yet. And uh, it, it, like I'm looking in this section, and you know, back then on Melrose, Golden Apple had that adult section, so like oh, Dark yeah. was near that section. So I'm like, uh, I'm looking, and they they push me off. I'm, I'm I gotta be what like 14, 15. Uh huh. They're like, well, no, I, it was probably I was like 13, and they're like, oh, you can't be here. And I'm like, well, no, the adult section's over there. I'm right here. I'm, I'm just looking for Darkness 27. 24 and like no 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 but we're we're somebody we're having a signing so and so is signing I'm like who the fuck is so and so and then <laughs> oh well he wrote Daredevil and he did this and I'm like I'll go I want Darkness 27 and well it's like we don't have it I'm like well you didn't even look <laughs> like we don't just get out and I'm like that last day I've ever went to to Golden Apple yeah. Like, Every time I've gone there, I've gone on a protest and I've never bought anything. <laughs> yeah, now they got looted. See what happens when you fuck with me? Moses looted Golden Apple. No, I paid a cop. He didn't go in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't. I was like, I was about to say, like, he didn't loot it himself. He, he paid people. He, he coordinated the looting. I paid a cop that got, like, suspended to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. During, I, should, during the pandemic, right. cops beat up this Hispanic dude and nobody gave a fuck. Oh, really? Yeah, like he was literally like, they, there's video of him and he's just like, and he's just there getting arrested, handcuffed, and then they just beat the fuck out of him. The other lady that the partner is just looking and he just gets, in the, and nobody gave a shit. That's not cool. Yeah, that's how it goes for us Hispanics. Nobody gives hey, a shit about us, but everybody loves fucking tacos. <laughs> is, is that really the moral? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody everybody loves Cinco de Mayo at a bar, but when a Hispanic gets beat up by a cop, nobody gives a shit. Including Hispanics. Yeah. Unless he's selling tacos. Even then, I mean, they care more about the, the, the corn on a cop guy, but 
not when he gets beat up by cops, but when he gets beat up by other black people, then they're like, oh, these motherfuckers. Yeah. When he gets beat up by <laughs> cops, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. That's weird. When he gets beat up by black people, they put their address on social media. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would? Why would black people beat up the corn guy? Well, they did it and then they filmed it and put it on their Instagram for fun because it was funny. They oh, beat up Yeah, that's some these new kids. Yeah. New kids. Kids have been assholes for generations. Like yeah. that's just human nature. Yeah, kids Listen, are assholes. That's why I don't have let, any. Let's put it like this: I don't believe our generation. If they decided to beat the hell out of somebody, would take a whole bunch of Polaroid pictures to commemorate it. Didn't didn't you and your friends ever like flip an ice cream truck? No, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Like yeah. when you say flip an ice cream truck, you mean like literally like push turn... it till it turns over? No, why would we do that? Those those little square ones that look like a mail truck, right? Yeah. No, well, I don't know. Yeah, I never. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, yeah, no we, I, I heard about it too. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't do that. We didn't do that either. Yeah. What? Yeah. Dang, y'all were terrible kids. It's like you knock on one side, he comes out, and then you flip it from the other side. I mean, like, we didn't have cell phone people. cameras, so so yeah. we had to draw it. I mean, they had to draw it. Yeah. Like cave paintings. <laughs> and I, kid, like I said. I, I don't think that we would be dumb enough to mess around and like create our own evidence of of the crime we committed. But maybe I'm giving like apparently I'm giving our generation too much credit. Oh, you are because I know people who yeah would basically commit a crime and then brag about it. Yeah, if they had if they had cell phone cameras like we got now, that shit would have been like on Facebook and shit. I guarantee it. Oh well, yeah. I yeah, I would not do that. But I, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stupid people. People have been stupid since the start. Well, people are people have a dog. People, yeah, yeah, people are stupid in general. Like they they fight over stupid shit, and yeah, it's like I'm glad for the super volcano. I'm glad for the fucking plague. (laughs) I'm glad for the super It's the only species on the planet that destroys itself from each like by destroying each other. Like, yeah, we deserve all all that's coming to us. And with Jeez. that, I'm gonna play the heavy metal minute. Welcome back to another Heavy Metal Minute. To start off here, man, one of the best news to get. I don't know if it's actual news. It's a teaser. In Flames is teasing um, on a YouTube video, and it says, finally, after 20 years, Clayman returns. Now, it can be a bunch of different things. In the YouTube video, they show different uh, montage, cutaway stuff that sounds like old in flames, you know the music playing in the background is playback from in flames, the twenty-year-old album. So it could be they're doing a remaster or a re-release, but a lot of the pictures show them in the studio 
essentially like performing it. So maybe they're re-recording it. That's my guess. Now, we're going to get an official uh, press release or something this coming Friday. And as of this recording, it's only Monday. So it's going to be a long week for me waiting. Uh, but in other news, there was a the Slay at Home Festival, Metal Injections, um, Global Giving, and Care Charity live stream. And one of the coolest things I saw in it, like there was a lot of performances. It was great. Seven hours of met plus of metal performances, collaborations, art, stuff, video vignettes. One of my favorite things on there was uh, Chef Brian Tao. He's a uh, He's a metalhead and a chef, and he actually had a show on Metal Injection's uh, YouTube channel, you know, cooking and challenging different band people, performers, artists, metal guys to cook off and making a good meal and recreating one of his dishes. It was great. I haven't seen his show in a while. I don't know if it's still on, but it was good to see him. He teaches you how to, during the Slay at Home Festival, he teaches you how to squeeze a lime properly how to get the most sweet juice out of your citrus without having to squeeze your hands or use a, a specific tool for it it gives you a little uh behind the scenes trick that you know you only get from working many years in a restaurant so we get the benefit from it with them and as awesome as the slate whole festival was to me i i was like wow that is great and the slate whole festival actually put together a really good uh, showing good performances, good collaborations, but actual the actual production of it. I don't know how long it took them to make it, but everything flows good. Everything flows well. Uh, it, the, the pacing is good. In like seven hours, you would think you'd get on a board. Now, it was broken up into two days, but I didn't have two days to give it to it. You know, I, I was finally allowed back to work, so I had to watch it all in one in one uh, sitting, and uh, I enjoyed it. The pacing was great. The seven hours flew by. Uh, in other news, uh, they had a SpaceX launch this past Friday or Saturday. One of them. It was squashed first, then they redid it. And uh, the SpaceX astronauts actually jammed to ACDC as they were going up <laughs> into space. They were listening to some classic metal from ACDC and. They actually have their alarm clock set up because they have to maintain the schedule, and it's Black Sabbath. So, yeah, it's the got metalheads in space now. See, I feel bad for the whole, the whole, uh, the whole outer space. They're gonna be dealing with boxes and shit. Um, according to the people that were woken up at the International Space Station, they've got woken up to Black Sabbath's Planet Caravan, and. Uh, the lyrics that actually came out were, we sail through the endless skies, stars shine like eyes. And, uh, you know, not the most metal, metal Black Sabbath song, but it's definitely one of my favorite. And then in other news, Motley Crue has officially postponed their concerts sometime in 2021. The band released a statement says, we wanted to continue to communicate with our fans and update you with valid information as it becomes available. The official decision has been made to remove all 2020 North American stadium tour dates to the summer of 2021. The new stadium dates are being rescheduled. Your tickets will be honored for all postponed shows, and refund policy information will be made available shortly. Stay tuned. Be safe, and we'll see you next year. 
Now, if you remember correctly, these are those concerts that are like up to four thousand dollars per ticket. So they're not in a hurry to to refund them. But you know, they're postponing the show. Now it does say the statement does say North American Stadium Tour, so they might still play around the world. I don't know. I don't know if they're up to risking it. I don't know if the standards are for people, but yeah, here in the U.S. and the U.S. specifically, the, the concerts are going to be a lot. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a heavy metal music. Can you guys hear it at all? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. You did a great job. Yeah, yeah okay. I, that was a, <laughs> like I hadn't tested that feature out yet. Um, oh, what feature? Well, just the ability to play something over Podbean that's just <laughs> on your computer. Oh, okay. No, uh, it, it sounded great. It does a weird thing where at first it would only listen to me, not you guys. So it, it's a little, it's a little tricky, but we're getting there. Um, there was another news story I wanted to get to, and I totally like spaced out. I can't remember it. Let's see here. Uh, nah, like, uh, no, I don't see it. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. I mean, there's Scott Derrickson is gonna set to direct Labyrinth, but nobody gives a shit about that. I mean, anybody want to see a Labyrinth remake? Like. I'd no, watch I'm good. Definitely. Yeah, like I anybody... definitely watch it. You do? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I like Labyrinth. You know it's not is deep. It a... like I know it's not is what? Is it a remake or a sequel? I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. I heard it was a sequel and they wanted uh Homegirl from okay. the ancient one. Yeah, so I guess it is a sequel. And uh, yeah, I, I don't. The first one's good enough. I don't want anything else with it. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I think. I mean, it just labyrinth feels like one of those things where it would be interesting to see what the take is today versus then. I I don't know that it'll be good. It very well could be terrible. I would. It wouldn't surprise me that it wouldn't be good, but you, it could be great. Have you read any of the comics? No. Okay. So you love Labyrinth, but you won't read the comics. Well, I, one, I don't even know that I knew that they were Labyrinth comics. You knew. But, okay. They but were, two, like, when Boom when Studios gave us our press stuff, it was there. Oh, you know what? I do remember that. But also, too, like, the comics, I'm not sure, comics, or Labyrinth as a comic doesn't excite me. I think of it as more of a of a movie or TV series kind of medium. You know, it's like in the same way, like, I would watch or be interested to see if somebody decided to do, like, a remake or a, a sequel to, like, The NeverEnding Story. But I don't want to see that as a comic, I don't think. I think I want to see that as but a But have movie. you seen the sequels to The NeverEnding Story? Yeah, I've seen two. Yeah. And I, it, like... Again, I think it's it's one of those things like those came like that came out at, at a different time, you know. Yeah, I I kind of feel like someone could look at the original Never Ending Story today and probably come up with a kick butt premise to continue that world. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't force it. Like, it's not the kind of thing that I'd be like, oh, someone needs to do it. It's the kind of thing that if somebody had, like, you know, that was a fan of it and had the idea for it, they should. You know, there are other things where I'm like, oh, man, like, I don't understand why this hasn't happened yet. You know, even none of them coming to mind at the moment. <laughs> but there are other things I feel that way about. This is Labyrinth nor Never Ending Story are one of those or fall in that category. It's one of those things where it's like more about a person who enjoyed it <coughs> that happens to make movies or television. So weird. I um like I they there was a page here on boomstudios.com with the preview for it. So I put it in chat and now it's, it's gone. Like from one minute till the next is gone. There it is. So weird. Like, it doesn't exist, Mo. You thought it existed. It doesn't exist. Fucking Mandela effect. <laughs> uh, anybody got anything else? I'll play the rap music. If, uh... I do not. We're starting over. It's like three more hours. Three more hours. Nah, All right. Moses it. Magnum. Oh, say what? No, go. Uh, sorry. I forget who's hosting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. Why don't you give some final thoughts, bud? Uh... Enjoy stuff while you have it, cause while you have it, cause I hear there's an asteroid coming. There's Yellowstone going. We just had an earthquake before the show started that we didn't even get to acknowledge because we're professionals. <laughs> I didn't uh, feel it. Yeah, now I felt it, but I thought I don't have a, a seat. Like I don't have a desk chair, so <laughs> I just I just thought that my guitar speaker was wobbly. Listen. But, it could have been that big because Nia didn't feel it. It was like five point something. Really? But, yeah. But anyway, oh, it's you can get while you have it because we're all going to die soon. And uh, <laughs> don't be afraid of dying. Be afraid of not living. Amen. Oscor, final thoughts. And a new cable coming in this week. We'll see how that sounds. Yay, new cables. Jay, final thoughts. Um, uh, I don't have anything. Fair. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Until then, make sure you check us out on our Instagram. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to talk about, uh, what you've heard enough of. You know, give us some opinions. We'll listen. This is Fantastic Forum. Until next week, we're out.